from the heart of the Carolinas, a voice of reason, an oasis of civility and humanity. I'm on a journey, the pursuit of truth, not just facts to fill the head, but also life-changing power to change hearts and transform minds. A journey of relationship, to connect to people of goodwill everywhere, to build upon civil society, to transcend tribal divisions with timeless values and love. A growing coalition of choice, not coercion. Are you with me? This is the Vince Copley Radio Program. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Joining you live from Monroe, North Carolina. Many of you may be wondering, what in the world are you doing in Monroe? Well, we are here for the 31st annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue, an event that gets underway in just about an hour. That's when it starts, and it continues uh, throughout the day. And we at News Talk 1110 WBT will be broadcasting here live up until uh, 6 p.m. So this is an opportunity you do not want to miss. As I mentioned, the event itself starts at 11 o'clock. The preparations underway. Uh, it was kind of cool to see the um, actual um, cooking taking place outside. Uh, it very much has the feel of the Mallard Creek barbecue. Uh, many of you remember that. We covered that live just a few weeks ago, and here we are back for another barbecue. So somebody definitely has a taste for barbecue. So here we are. But I want to strongly encourage you to make your way out here today. This is for a very important cause, which we will talk about during the course of the broadcast today. We'll have a number of people here who take part in this event, people who are very much connected locally, but also uh, people with connections all the way to the nation's capital throughout this broadcast and throughout this event. And we strongly want to encourage you to uh, take part in this, not only on the air, but also come out here in person and uh, become a very important part of this event. The barbecue is the center of attention, of course. There will also be a presentation of some awards today, including Law Enforcement Officer of the Year. This is the 31st year for this event, and for those of you who may be interested in coming out here, uh, just put it into your GPS, Union County Agricultural and Events Center, that is in Monroe, and that will help navigate you to the right location so you can take part in these very, very important events. Crime Stoppers is something I've been aware of for a very, very long time, and you know, one of the things I have long talked about in my broadcast history is the importance of empowerment. And nothing is more empowering when it comes to crime than Crime Stoppers. This is an opportunity for regular people to be involved in um, helping to solve, prevent crimes. Um, it, it's amazing how many times Crime Stoppers steps up to get involved in a particular case and they might say hey we're, we're offering a reward for this particular situation for information leading to an arrest and conviction uh, how many times does that make a difference and that's one of the major reasons why this is an organization that has been so effective over the years and and empowerment so important how many times do you hear uh, when people experience uh, demoralization from crime. There's such a helplessness about it. And I think uh, Crime Stoppers is an organization that I think has really helped a lot of people to feel a sense of empowerment, uh, a sense of community involvement to be able to make a difference in something that is so, so important in our lives. So, again, throughout this broadcast, we'll have conversations about the event. Uh, things will really start to pick up in uh, just under an hour as people start coming in making purchases uh, barbecue and again this is all for a very very good cause the 31st annual union county crime stoppers barbecue so if you have the opportunity please come out and join these wonderful people in this wonderful effort it's kind of interesting because i thought we would have a little bit of fun here in this first block because i want to contrast I want to contrast life and people and places. 
No doubt the past few years, not past few years, actually the past few days, you've been hearing about news headlines coming out of Davos. Now, as you know, you've got a bunch of global elites who would like to think they can plan and they can manage and they can micromanage our lives because they have all the answers, right? These are the experts. These are the folks who, uh, they've got it all figured out. And if we just follow their blueprint, we are well on the road to paradise, to global celebration of oneness and utopia. That's where this leads, right? (laughs) I'm sure you detect the sarcasm in my voice. And I'm sure you pick up the irony when I talk about a barbecue event and then share with you a story that just causes me to shake my head. One of the leaders involved in this World Economic Forum made reference to a lifestyle change that he's calling for. And this is not new. Many of you have heard this before. So this is kind of a repeat of something. But as you know, when you repeat something over and over again, it starts to get traction. This is what the global elites are doing. And you get the right people, the right messengers out there to pick up on this. And perhaps you get a movement started. Well, how about the subject of avoiding meat? I want you to listen to the man who is in charge of Siemens. He is one of the speakers at this World Economic Forum. Listen to what he said about getting rid of meat. It's a very important point that you are addressing. Um, My daughter, 24, inspired me and said that, how can you advocate for these zero-carbon value chains if you still eat meat. And so I stopped eating meat. Now the math would say, well, you need to stop eating meat in 11 years to compensate for a flight to Thailand. Yes, but if a billion people stop eating meat, I tell you it has a big impact. Not only does it have a big impact on the current food system, but it will also inspire innovation of food systems. Mm -hmm. And I predict that we will have proteins not coming from um, meat in the future. They will probably taste even better. So why are we trying to mimic meat if we can have a better taste? They will be zero carbon and much healthier than the kind of food that we eat today. That is a mission that we need to get on. I can inspire you to maybe look at an organization called EAT, easy to remember, eat, (laughs) who have all the facts on this and who have the policies necessary, the innovations necessary, and the scale necessary in order to make food systems sustainable and healthy. Isn't that just wonderful? Are you inspired after listening to that? (laughs) As we come to you from a barbecue event, I thought it's perfectly appropriate to basically put this in their faces. No, this is not an idea I embrace. As we continue our Friday broadcast, stay with us. And you're back with the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Joining you live, 31st Annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue. If you have the ability to do so. I want to strongly encourage you to come out here. This is at the Union County Agricultural and Event Center in Monroe. And beginning at 11 o'clock, they will start serving. So you'll want to come check it out. We'll have live music here. Appearances by several local, state, and federal people. Also the uh, presentation of Law Enforcement Officer of the Year. And the highlight of it all, the barbecue. Some great food here, and I strongly want to encourage you to come out to enjoy that. Now, we mentioned some of the VIPs that will be a part of this event during the course of the time that this event takes place today. And we have on the line with us one person very much connected to the area. He represents 
the North Carolina House 69th District. I'm referring to State Representative Dean Arp, who is on the Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. And good morning. Thank you for allowing me to be with you this great day. Well, I'm glad to have you with us. Uh, before we go into anything else, uh, I want to look at this really on the personal side. Uh, tell us what it is that's so wonderful about Union County uh, as one who has connections here. Well, it's always been the people, the most kind, hardworking, generous, uh, you know, great community uh, that I've ever known. My wife and I moved into Union County probably 35 years ago, and uh, we've loved it ever since. The people are fantastic, and I've enjoyed serving them and representing them, and both on the school board and in the state house. Well, we uh, certainly appreciate having you here to be able to provide your perspective. And you have a very important mission there, not only representing people of uh, District 69, but also uh, you serve in some very important roles in Raleigh. Do you want to tell us about those? Well, I have the uh, privilege of uh, being uh, one of the senior appropriations chairmen uh, in the House, just reappointed to that, one of the chief budget writers. Uh, and also get the privilege of serving um, on as chairman of the utilities and public uh, uh, public utilities and energy committee uh, there, where we talk about you know how important um, our energy um, uh, policy is and and rates and so forth like that. So very very proud to represent. As an engineer, I bring that perspective uh, to those those different committees. I'm really fortunate to be able to do that. We uh, hear a lot of attention focused on the nation's capital and what's happening with the new Congress and uh, what we could potentially see here in 2023. Uh, how about Raleigh? What are the the chief issues that are in the forefront for the state? Um, I, I can sum it up real succinctly. Jobs, education, and public safety. Um, I think uh, the you won't see much of a change. I think we've had a winning formula in North Carolina for the last decades. Uh, when uh, when we first got up there, uh, we talk about uh, having the right regulations and not overburdening businesses and creating a strong economic where, uh, environment where people can uh, uh, have good-paying jobs, living within our means, having a budget that's responsible. We've had some of the best uh, financial footings we've had for North Carolinians in a long time. And heading into this recession, North Carolina is well prepared so we don't have to furlough workers or raise your taxes. In fact, we're going to be cutting taxes. Uh, in fact, over the last decade, uh, we have cut our total debt by 62% uh, and we'll have it cut by another down to 72% over the next four years, all while lowering taxes producing more revenue, more spending in education than ever before, and it's just the right combination, I believe. So we're working hard uh, to live within our means uh, so that North Carolina citizens can, can, can reap the benefit of their hard work. Uh, you talked also about jobs. Where do we stand in terms of job creation? Uh, we've been in a very odd position lately with what's going on uh, nationally with inflation. I think a lot of people are feeling the bite uh, with the cost of so many goods and services going up. How about job opportunities? Um, how do things look here in North Carolina compared to other areas? Well, I think we're looking strong uh, compared to uh, other other states for sure, and that's where we compete. Um, and I think one of the key factors is is that uh, what makes North Carolina attractable is our is our low tax rate, our business friendly uh, approach, and uh, good quality of life. We're investing in our parks and recreation, and and doing that. But I will tell you, I don't know of a single business that's not looking for people, and so we have to uh, really help. Uh, double down on education and job training, job aspects, and we've done that through our community college systems, done a fine job, and we're continuing to expand that so that people have a real opportunity. We used to see real wage growth 
where inflation was low um, and uh, people were earning more and and real had real wage growth. But with this out of out reckless. Uh, out-of-control spending, deficit spending in Washington, it's pushed us into uh, this this huge inflation where it's really cut into the working family's business, and they actually have a decline in in wage growth. So we're about uh, fiscal policy that lives within our means, has responsible spending on the priorities that's common to all of us. We're going to look at uh, voter ID and things that make sense, uh, pe- what people want. They voted for that in the state constitution. We still want to honor that and make that happen. It's just uh, we're real excited about what the year holds. We're talking with State Representative Dean Arp. One of the things that uh, you mentioned with con- the concern about education, uh, there seems to be a growing conversation taking place in this country about higher education and this um, I guess in this season, people questioning whether uh, this is for everybody. Perhaps more emphasis needs to be placed now on uh, on the trades and yeah. doing what's necessary in the educational system to help people who might go into a trade rather than go through the, the route of college education. What are your thoughts there? Oh, absolutely. In fact, that's one of those stark uh, changes I've seen over the last decade, uh, and I work in, in as a structural engineer in the construction industry, and there are several good-paying jobs for skills-based training and so forth, and we've really uh, doubled down on our efforts as a state to enhance that as an equal track for available to folks, and really in Union County has done a fantastic job with Union County Public Schools and our community college, South Piedmont. Uh, they have worked together to provide a pathway from for graduating seniors, uh, juniors to work toward a, uh, a job skills-based training uh, and have fantastic jobs. Uh, you can come in, be a welder, and earn just a tremendous, uh, uh, great job, uh, 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 mechanical, uh, uh, HVAC uh, in the health industry. There's just so many things that are available. And I'm glad that we in, in North Carolina and particularly Union County have embraced that, uh, that really you can live the American dream and get a, a wonderful job. Uh, with the way that God built you, with your skills and ability, and you can pursue that and have a really good job. So, Well, I'm sure this will be a, a subject we'll be discussing uh, in the future as well. We very much appreciate the fact that uh, you have joined us this morning, State Representative Dean Arp, representing District 69. Uh, thanks a lot for coming on the broadcast, and uh, we will continue our coverage here out of Union County, I want to encourage you, if you're not already, you need to be on the way out here to this very important event, the 31st Annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue. Our coverage from here continues. Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley Radio Program on this Friday. It's a very special Friday. And the reason for that, we're coming to you live from a very special event, 31st Annual Union County Crime Stop Barbecue. It's going on right now, and uh, I'm walking around the last couple of minutes, noticed a number of people already coming in. There's there's a couple of ways to do this. Uh, one of them is just do a carry-out order. The other is to come in. There is an event that will be taking place here. Uh, so uh, there are a lot of people coming in. They're already getting seated. So if you are free and you're able to come out to take part in this, I want to strongly encourage you to do so. This is the Union County Agricultural and Events Center in Monroe. So if you have the opportunity to come out, absolutely come out for some great food and the opportunity to learn about some very important things that are done by Crime Stoppers, a very important program that's been around for quite some time. So... Uh, earlier in this broadcast, and we're poking a little fun at this, especially today, since this is an event that is a barbecue, I shared with you the audio from Davos, where this, uh, well, what else would we call him? But an elitist is advocating that we not eat meat. Now, 
I have to give this guy credit for one thing. He has basically followed the cues from his daughter. He said his daughter stopped eating meat and challenged him. And so he's personally doing this. I have to give him credit. If he indeed is doing that, great. Because I suspect many of the, the elites, and as you've heard many times, many of these elites complain about carbon emissions and their lifestyles do not match the talk that they're putting out there. So they want to impose a certain standard on you while they live something else entirely. Maybe in this area, this gentleman from Siemens really is walking the walk as well as talking the talk. He mentioned an organization I'm not familiar with, but I thought you might be intrigued to find out a little bit more about who they are. The organization's called EAT. It is a nonprofit that is founded by the Stordalen Foundation. Stockholm Resilience Center and the Wellcome Trust. And what they want to do is catalyze a food system transformation. There's that big word, transformation. And as part of their mission statement, this is what they say. Today's global food system is failing both people and the planet. While over 800 million people, more than 1 in 10 worldwide, suffer from undernutrition... One-third of all food produced goes to waste. Now, I'll tell you, this is something that is kind of near and dear to my heart. Uh, If you have any question about this, just talk to one of my children. They will tell you I was very militant about this. I hated wasting food. You know, everybody, you know, didn't we all as children experience this? You know, the parents tell you, well, think of those poor starving people in -in fill-in-the-blank country, you know? Um, I just don't like to waste food. I just don't. That's always been a conviction of mine. So, to the extent there's a concern about wasting food, I'm all for efforts not to do that. Um, I can agree with that. In terms of convincing me not to eat meat, well, that's going to be a harder sell. (laughs) Just putting that out there. It's kind of interesting in the context of this whole uh, leadership question. As we look at 2024, because we have a big big election coming up next year, presidential election. One of the questions I think a lot of people are asking, who is going to be the leader who's going to help take America to the place it needs to be, to preserve our standing in the world, and really to stand up against the international forces that would like to basically uh, turn us into something less than what we are. It's going to require some bold leadership now there are a number of people who are kind of signaling the possibility they may be interested in running for president next year especially on the republican side now there are efforts on the democrat side to try to keep everybody in the camp and stand with joe biden now how much that succeeds you know that remains to be seen But we are hearing from several people who are kind of dropping hints about the possibility of hopping into the race. One of those from the state to our direct south, as in South Carolina. Nikki Haley is putting out signals that she's very strongly looking at a run for president. And from what I'm seeing, it doesn't seem to matter whether Donald Trump is going to be in that race or not which is kind of interesting. I want you to listen to this exchange that took place. This is on the Fox News channel. This is a conversation between Brett Baer, host of Special Reports, and Nikki Haley, who most recently served as UN ambassador. Let's listen to that brief conversation. We talked in the fall uh, about your ambitions. When do you make a decision whether you're going to run for president and whether former President Trump decides or not, does that affect you? Look, I've said for a long time, if there's a place for me um, and I put my hat in, I've never lost a race. I'm not going to start now. You said after the holidays that you would look at it, consider it. You would read the tea leaves in your words. Uh, We are in the new year. How are those tea leaves looking? Are you going to run for president? Well, I'm not going to make an announcement here, but when you're looking at a run for president, you look at two things. You first look at, does the current situation push for new leadership? The second question is, 
am I that person that could be that new leader? That yes, we need to go in a new direction. And can I be that leader? Yes, I think I can be that leader. I was as governor. I took on a hurting state with double-digit unemployment, and we made it the beast of the Southeast. As ambassador, um, you know, I took on the world when they tried to disrespect us, and I think I showed what I'm capable of at the United Nations. So do I think I could be that leader? Yes, but we are still working through things, and we'll figure it out. I've never lost a race. I said that then. I still say that now. I'm not going to lose now, but stay tuned. Stay tuned. The message out of Nikki Haley. Stay tuned. And it sounds to me like there's a very strong possibility that she actually will throw her hat into the ring. The next step in this process would be to actually form an exploratory committee, and that would indicate that there's very serious uh, very serious intent on running for president of the United States. What would you think about a candidacy from Nikki Haley? Is she what America needs at this point? And you'll be asking that question about a number of others. Ron DeSantis, his name floated. Glenn Youngkin, the governor of Virginia, his name floating out there. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina. Uh, a number of names in circulation, and it's just a matter of time before we find out who is actually going to jump into this contest. Still to come on the broadcast, we're going to talk a little bit about aviation. Some very important stories along these lines, as we remind you where we are. Very important event out here in Union County, 31st Annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue. If you have the opportunity to come out, do so. We are at the Union County Agricultural and Events Center in Monroe at 6 o'clock and enjoy some really good barbecue. Also, very important events that will take place on the stage, music, and much more. Stay with us. on the Vince Coakley Radio Program, joining you live out of Monroe, North Carolina. We're here for a very important event today. This, the 31st Annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue, and I'm going to be uh, taking a sample of this very, very soon. If you'd like to, the place to go is the Union County Agricultural and Events Center here in Monroe. Now, this event will be going on. We'll be broadcasting here until 6 o'clock this evening. Now, the actual kickoff for the event is just a few minutes away, as in 10 minutes away. So, if you have the opportunity, if you're in and around the county area, I want to strongly encourage you to come out. You may hear music in the background. There's a good reason for that. We've got live music that will take uh, place here today. Also, a number of people will be up on the stage. Uh, we're talking local, state, federal representatives. Also, presentation for Law Enforcement Officer of the Year. The center of attention, well, it's meeting your appetite with some great barbecue. And so I would strongly encourage you to come out for this very special event today. As you know, if you don't know, you are about to find out now. One of the big areas of interest for me is aviation. And I've been intrigued. This whole situation has unfolded since the meltdown with the FAA. Remember the first time that we shut down the entire air traffic control system since 9-11? And we continue to hear details trickle out about what's happened. Well, now we've learned what's behind this. Just yesterday, the FAA has admitted unintentionally deleted files caused that mass system failure on January 11th. Unintentionally deleted files. Now, I want to say parenthetically, I think it's the CEO of Delta who, right after this happened, was calling for more funding for the FAA. And, you know, one of the frustrating things, this is an example of what's wrong with America, that people think the solution to every problem is to throw money at it. At the end of the day, I don't care how much money you throw at any agency, if you have human error. It's just like these multi-million dollar planes. A good many situations 
when you have an incident or a crash, uh, unfortunately, some of those are the result of human error. So it doesn't matter how much money you've put into the systems, into the equipment, you have a mistake that happens and everything's thrown into chaos. So here's what we've learned. The FAA has admitted its staff unintentionally deleted files in a key computer system that caused the airline ground stop, affecting more than 10,000 flights. Now, if you were in the middle of this, you know this was a mess. Reuters reports the FAA said the human error occurred while personnel were working to correct synchronization between the live primary database and a backup database. And it so far found no evidence of any cyber attack or malicious intent. See, a lot of times, you know, we're looking for some, you know, uh, something maybe illegal or devious that's happened here. And it's nothing more complicated than somebody just made a mistake. That's it. Deleted files. So, I thought you would be curious to find this out. And, and I'm not saying this as a condemnation. People make mistakes. People will make mistakes. But I think this is also a reminder that so many times the knee-jerk reaction from bureaucrats and from others is to say, hey, let's spend more money. Not necessarily the answer to this problem. Uh, did you hear about what happened some days ago at JFK Airport? Uh, this is some pretty interesting audio that I came across. This is air traffic control from an incident that occurred at Kennedy Airport. And I believe this was last Friday. A near collision between a Delta Airlines flight, 1945, and American Airlines 106. Listen to this audio from air traffic control. American Airlines 106, heavy, American 106, heavy, hold position. American 106, heavy, hold position. Delta 1943, cancel takeoff flinch. Delta 1943, cancel takeoff flinch. Rejecting. Do you hear those frantic voices? That's pretty scary stuff. The message is there, communicating to American Airlines to make sure that they held where they were, and at the same time, rejecting the takeoff, canceling the clearance for takeoff for the Delta Airlines flight. Fortunately, uh, they didn't get any closer than a thousand feet, but that's certainly close enough. In fact, too close. And that situation remains under investigation. Just thought it was worth listening to that. And uh, so thankful for the fact that uh, this was a situation where disaster was averted. A very, very good outcome here. And hopefully we'll get to the bottom of what has occurred. We're joining you live from Union County. Coming up in the next hour, we have the actual start of this event. 31st Annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue. We want to encourage you to come out if you are at all able to do so. The Union County Agricultural and Event Center in Monroe. That's where we'd love for you to come. Say hello to us. Enjoy some great food, some music, other things taking place here. We're back for hour number two, live from Union County. Stay with us. From the heart of the Carolinas, a breath of fresh air, a voice of reason, this is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And welcome back to the Vince Coakley Radio Program. This is hour number two. I want to tell you about a very, very important thing that's taking place. We're joining you live from the Union County Agricultural and Events Center in Monroe. And this event is uh, very big, 31st annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue. And I want to encourage you to come out. People are lined up right now uh, because the event just got underway. The timing of this, 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock. And I'll tell you what, there's already a line that's forming for people to come into the main auditorium for the event. Also, if you don't have the time, there's the opportunity for takeout. Uh, I was also just inside the door and noticed they have a little contest going. They're actually going to have a raffle for a cake. And I was uh, joking with the person who is uh, 
actually uh, standing over and supervising that contest, that I'm going to swipe that cake before this contest is over with. I'm actually just kidding. But I would strongly encourage you to come out. Uh, some great barbecue here. And it's all for a great cause. We've talked so many times before just about the wonderful work done by Crime Stoppers. It's the opportunity to um, really empower people. That's very important for people to be able to to feel like they've there is something you can do to contribute to be able to help to solve crimes and to address some of the things that uh, take place within your community so that this is uh, not a situation where you feel entirely powerless because that's really one of the most uh, unfortunate things about crime it really causes us to feel powerless so crime stoppers another one of those uh, very important uh, tools in the toolbox to be able to empower law enforcement and our communities to be able to make us safer. So, again, I remind you, the place we are is the Union County Agricultural and Events Center that is in Monroe, and uh, I would strongly encourage you, if you have any interest in uh, having some barbecue anytime soon, come as soon as you can get here early and uh, be able to take advantage of this you can sit down at a table enjoy the show there will be music that's going to be starting up the actual program is going to be starting up here very soon there will be uh, awards given out so it's a very very good event uh, community based opportunity right here in Monroe, North Carolina. I want to give you a preview of what is ahead. We've got a couple of guests that will join us throughout this hour. Also, we've got Faith Focus Friday. I also, uh, as part of Faith Focus Friday, I want to uh, ask for your prayers. And there's a very important reason for that. There are a couple of people who are... Uh, at very, very uh, tough stages in their health right now. Um, and I will go into more detail about that during the course of the broadcast today. People, a couple of people who have touched my life and frankly, people who have touched your life. Uh, one in particular, in a way that you probably do not know. So, all of that uh, during the course of this broadcast today, and I want to strongly encourage you to stay with us throughout this hour. So I want to um, encourage you to stay with us. I also tell you, we're going to be here throughout the entire uh, time event. We'll be here until 6 o'clock. So if you don't have the opportunity to, um, to uh, come out here, you can listen to the broadcast that will be taking place throughout the day. We have a very special guest who is making an appearance to, uh, I guess you can say, beautify things here at, uh, and I'm being serious, uh, <laughs> at this very important event. See, I told you we have VIPs here at, uh, at this event, and uh, we have one who is seated with us right now. Uh, introduce yourself, Miss North Carolina. Hi. 2022. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm well, Carolyn Martin, Miss North Carolina. It's nice to be here with you. It is good to have you with us and uh, to, I, and I'm sure the people here feel very, very thrilled that you've taken time. Well, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> what made you decide to come out for this event today? Well, you know, I'm excited to be here. This is a really traditional event for Miss North Carolina. Miss North Carolina has been coming to this event for quite a few years now, and so I'm excited to be here to have a day of fellowship and celebration with this community to celebrate some people getting some awards and just to enjoy this time that we can be together on on a sunny and beautiful day for January for it's, sure. <laughs> it's excellent isn't it and of course you enjoy the barbecue that's yeah, that's course, a very important part of this thing very important part how important is Crime Stoppers and you know I I think a lot of times people forget the community service aspects sure. of what you do yes. uh, speak to Crime Stoppers and and why that's such an important organization uh, and how that impacts our communities. Absolutely. I mean, you know, for me, I am consistently traveling across the state. And so having people that are dedicated to making sure that my job is something that I can do safely is, is really important. And so I'm definitely grateful for the people in this organization that have me here today and for the opportunity to, to serve them and to serve the state of North Carolina this year. 
that is certainly a good thing. And everybody's concerned about safety, right? right. This yeah. is, uh, and, and, and I've talked about how, uh, how important it is because so many times with crimes, people can feel a sense of powerlessness. Sure. This is an opportunity where, where people can actually be involved, can be engaged Absolutely. in our own protection. Exactly. For our, that's exactly. what it comes down to. Yeah. That uh, How many times, I mean, this goes all the way back to childhood for me when I think mm -hmm. about all of the, the, uh, the rewards that have been offered for people to provide information. And uh, it's really important that we are all our eyes and ears, Absolutely. right, in this process. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. How important is it to have people in our community that we can trust and, and to help keep us safe? I think that's the really special thing about communities, especially smaller communities, is that people are able to lean on one another. And so it's great to be a part of celebrating that today, of celebrating people coming together. I think there's really a synergy there with the Miss Miracle organization. We're all about empowering young women. And even though we're doing it in a different way, I think safety and empowerment really go hand in hand there. That is absolutely awesome. Tell us what it's like to be Miss North Carolina. What, what's this awesome. journey been like for you? <laughs> Being yeah. Miss North Carolina is, is wonderful. So mm -hmm. I am on the second half of my time as Miss North Carolina now. I was crowned in the end of June of 2022. And so this has been a really wonderful year. I've been able to travel the state to talk about my social impact initiative, which is all about teaching people about nutrition and wellness. And then I actually just last month got to represent North Carolina at the Miss America level on the Miss America stage on the national level. And so it was wonderful to represent a state that I love so much there. And now I'm kind of in the second half of my year, heading towards crowning the next Miss North Carolina this upcoming June. And we have some exciting projects planned. Me and Miss North Carolina's Outstanding Teen are hoping to launch a school tour reaching all 100 counties in the second half of the wow. year. So we're definitely going to be, you want us to visit, we would love for you to reach out. You can email Adrian Sulky at MissNC.org. And we would love to come visit a school that is near you. Wow, that's... You do so well. You talk I'm about so broadcasting. It's, it's kind of like they train us to do this. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe like I have a bachelor's of science in communication. Oh, that ah. could have something to do with it. <laughs> Quick thing, how long will you be here today? I'm going to be here for the majority of the event today. Okay. I'll be around. And so I'd love to come speak with you all some more soon. And you can always follow me on Instagram at Miss America NC. Terrific, terrific. Thanks a lot for joining us here on such short notice as well. And you have the opportunity to meet Miss North Carolina here and enjoy some great food. Uh, come on out. The lines, we told you, it's getting long right now. But I, uh, I can tell you there will be plenty of food here. And I want to strongly, strongly encourage you to come out. Here's the place that you want to go. The Union County Agricultural and Event Center in Monroe. Put that into your GPS and come on out and join us. Stay with us. right now some people very eager to enjoy some great barbecue here at the Union County Agricultural and Event Center in Monroe and I want to strongly encourage you to come out for this very important event 31st annual Union County Crime Stoppers barbecue it is going to be absolutely great so um, we want to uh, get a little more infor information about not only this event but also Union County and why this is really such a hot area. Um, one of the people joining us right now, someone very much involved in today's program, uh, Union County Commissioner, Chairman, also the Economic Development Commission. I uh, welcome to the microphone, Richard Helms. Thank you very welcome much. Welcome to the broadcast. I appreciate it very much. How's everything coming along back there? Uh, we are, we are busy from a, <laughs> from a Commission plus from economic development, uh, we had probably the strongest year we've had last year. So we're moving forward in, into trying to duplicate that. Uh, we've got a uh, our CEO of our, we're actually a governmental agency now, the Monroe Union County Economic Development Commission. And uh, Chris Plate is, uh, is our leader and doing a fantastic job. Matter of fact, he's also the... Uh, chairman of the state board for economic development um, well tell us what it is that you are are focused on right now what's what's the main focus of attention what you're trying to attract to the area to keep this growth sustained well we're we're going across the spectrum of course we've got a very strong um, aeronautical manufacturing process matter of fact uh, we've got 
manufacturers that uh, almost every aircraft that's flying has its parts on it that are made here. Really? Uh, so it's, uh, it, we, of course, we want to attract more aeronautical and uh, a community that can work together. But Union County is more than just uh, manufacturing. Uh, we're very diverse. We're one of the top three agricultural communities in the state. So we're working very hard, looking at some creative, working with Wingate College on some options, trying to even enhance that. They've, they've uh, added some uh, degree programs that fall in line with, with the uh, agricultural. So uh, we're excited about that. We, uh, we bought, uh, our commission is a joint operation between Monroe and Union County. And Monroe's got some uh, industrial parks that we've got land available that we can attract people to. Uh, and Union County has some as well, right, the, right beside the airport. So, uh, you know, we, Mr. Bottet and them, are going to Paris Air Show to uh, let people know what, what's here in Union County. Right. That is certainly something that's pretty significant here. Uh, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people would have any knowledge at all about the manufacturing component, what you said about the uh, aerospace industry, and, and that's that's a big deal because this is something that's going to continue to grow. Uh, I, I was just reading about the continuing demand there that's likely to uh, be sustained for quite some time as more people actually uh, do flying and there's a greater demand for aircraft. Uh, and agriculture and how important that is. What's interesting about this too, you think about a city like the city of Charlotte, which is one of the fastest growing in the country, and yet at the same time, not very far from Charlotte, here we have Union County, which has a very rural emphasis uh, with agriculture, and this is part of what makes this area attractive, I would yeah, say. Well, absolutely, we, we've got both spectrums. Right. Half the county is agricultural, and then we got half that you can't tell where the county line is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but it's, it's a lot to offer. Uh, Monroe is doing a great job of upgrading their infrastructure, and uh, and we have some great events down there. Uh, this is one of the biggest events we have every year. Like I said, it's the 31st. Reed Helms is the uh, instigator, and he he works year round to make this happen. But he also has. We have a during the summertime we have. Um, car shows. We close downtown and make it a huge car show. And then we also bring in uh, bands like the Temptations. And, I mean, it's... So we're trying to make it a place that people want to bring their family. We've got a great school system. Our taxes are attractive. And so uh, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's like uh, Congressman Bishop. You know, he just moved down here so, uh, very we've got a lot, of, lot to offer. Very attractive. And beyond the economic things that we've been talking about, uh, speak a little bit to the, the quality of life, some of the other things that Union County and Monroe have to offer that uh, would be attractive to a lot of people. Well, we've in. got a new uh, space museum that just opened up last month. So it, it's open. Uh, we've got uh, right behind us here is the Simpson Event Center. We've got an event center that that can be leased, and it's got a full rodeo rink behind it. <laughs> and uh, matter of fact, uh, Commissioner Jerry Simpson, he was a commissioner for 12 years, but before that he was the Ag Extension, and he's been pushing for that center. So we named it for it. Okay. So it's the Simpson Event Center, and uh, that's a lot of people don't even know it's back there yet. So. In about a minute, we have left here. Talk about the people of Union County. What you know about the people that you know and love here. Well, I'm a native. So uh, I started here. I love it. And we've got a lot of people that discovered Union County is so attractive. I mean, I get, I get people that have moved down from up north, and they'll tell me, don't let them build any more houses. I'm here. You know, it's, it's getting crowded. But... <laughs> they call their parents and say look this is the place to live and so we've got a lot of 
parents and their children have moved in here. Uh, the aerospace brings extremely attractive uh, wages. So uh, it, it's Union County is growing. It's one of the fastest growing counties in the state. That's pretty awesome, and it's certainly understandable based on the quality of life that you've described here and also uh, the opportunities that continue to develop here as well. Uh, Richard Helms, we so appreciate you joining us and well, wish you the best, thank not you only much. with the county, but also with this event today, and we'll be partaking of the barbecue. Well, I'm going to go serve soon. some barbecue then. You do that. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thank and you. we went, want to encourage you to come out and enjoy this firsthand 31st Annual Union County Crime Stuffers Barbecue. As I mentioned, the lines are growing here, so uh, come on out. You'll have an absolutely awesome time. As we continue our broadcast as well, we'll be broadcasting live here all day until 6 o'clock right here at News Talk 1110 WBT. And we're back. Vince Coakley Radio Program live from the Union County Agricultural and Events Center in Monroe. And I want to strongly encourage you to come out, as many people have already. This is the site for the 31st annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue. So we mentioned two very important words there, Crime Stoppers. So why not find out more about what's taking place with that organization here? Um, here to provide the insight for us, we have none other than Reed Helms. Welcome to our broadcast, sir. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. Uh, first off, Tell us uh, about Crime Stoppers. A lot of people have a general idea about what the organization is. What do you guys do? It's an all-volunteer effort. What do you guys do? It's a fundraiser. We only have one fundraiser a year, and that money is designated for tips. We are 501c3, a nonprofit, and we have to be good stewards of our money. And if a, in the past, if a violent crime, I mean violent, where kids are killed, and somebody calls the red phone at the sheriff's office, they don't want to know who your grandpa is and if you ain't Myrtle is sick. They all they want is that tip. And tips come in, and then they designate it to which agency, Waxhaw, Stalin's, Marshall Wing at Monroe Sheriff's Office. And they take that information and run for with it, and they've solved a many a violent crime through a tip. That's all it takes, isn't it? That little bit of tip. And y'all, your your even your uh, channel three really promotes Crime Stoppers all over. Yeah, that's one of the things uh, the partnership with the media being able to put the information out there. But you guys are the ones who actually uh, you know help funds to be able to provide the reward money for people who provide those tips. Uh, give us a sense of the kind of crimes you mentioned, violent crimes, the kind of crimes that have been solved as a result here. Uh, this. Last year, uh, the first part of the year, there was a man sitting on a porch, a 23-man sitting on his porch with a four-month-old child. Mm. Somebody come by with 20 rounds plus, killed them both. Uh, we offered, that was one incident, but we offered 10000 bucks, 5000 That's two homicides. And short time later, Monroe Police Department got a tip, and the people in jail. Awesome. Now, they have been tried, but we don't pay for convictions. We pay for arrest because your tip might not come in three years later. I've heard of homicide cases lasting up to five years and not being tried. And then later on, the city had a, a somewhere near the gold mine road in a park. man was murdered. And some months later, the city got a tip, solved that homicide. And that's prior to the homicides. Uh... One of the most violent homicides we probably ever had was when a 12-year-old girl was killed with a bow and arrow. Uh, solved it through a tip. A mother at the Monroe Mall, nine months pregnant, robbed, raped, and killed. Got a tip, solved it. Even last week, last month, maybe this what you call minor, somebody had a beer party. You got on the kids telephone at a person's house there was arrest made in that underage yeah you know what's important about this and i love what you communicated earlier about <clears throat> the importance of, of stewardship 
and how you guys want to make sure as much money as possible goes out there to be able to pro- to pay for these tips. That's that's what this is for today, right? Right, right. That's exactly where this money goes. Now we we had to like the red phone down at sheriff's office ain't free. Uh, we had to pay for a little bit of that stuff. And any any nonprofit to make money, you got to spend a little money. Right, right. So much of this is just the importance of people in the community knowing and understanding that they can make these tips and they can provide information that might be helpful to solve these crimes. Yes, sir. Yes. Tell us about the how, what you guys do to, to spread the word about what you're doing and to kind of garner the community support that makes this organization. We have a website. It's on Facebook. Uh, we do the brochures that we put all over the community. Uh, the local radio stations help us out. Uh, and then y'all came on board this year, and I contribute this long, long line from y'all coming to town. Okay, we're we're glad to be a part of that because this is such a uh, such a good cause. And what's kind of intriguing about this too is, as I understand, this becomes kind of a reunion as well for people. Tell us about that for people coming together for this every year. I've probably got a hundred people out there from my Sunday school class at Hopewell Baptist Church, and that's a gathering for them, food and entertainment. And then another, we sell advance tickets. That gives us some idea of how much meat to buy. And then you got sponsors like Circle S Ranch, turkeys. They give us all the turkey. And we, we just, uh, we've been very fortunate to have all these people that donate stuff and buy ads. That is pretty awesome. You get a sense of how this is going so far this year. Well, uh, at about five minutes after 11, last year we might have had 20 people in, in line. Today we had 100 plus. Well, that's pretty awesome. It looks like uh, we're off to a really good start this year. That is absolutely awesome. Well, Reed Helms, thank you very much for coming by. Thanks for what you do. And want to encourage you, keep on keeping on. All right? Thank you, Vince. And uh, there's a, there'll be a little bit left for y'all. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, we're working up an appetite here, so uh, it's very <laughs> much appreciated. Again, we're joining you live from the Union County Agricultural and Event Center in Monroe. This is the 31st annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue. Wasn't it just sobering to hear some of the crimes that have been solved just as a result of Crime Stoppers? I mentioned that at the top of the broadcast. There's just nothing more helpless and hopeless than for perhaps a family member who's lost someone and there just seems to be no information coming in. Nobody seems to know anything. And imagine what it must be like when that tip comes in and there's an arrest made in a crime, especially a a tragic crime like a rape, a murder, or whatever the circumstance might be. Um, So we strongly encourage you to come out. It's not just about having good food. It's about supporting a very good cause. So we would absolutely appreciate if you would join us for that. Still to come, I promise, we will do Faith Focus Friday. Also, um, a couple of people that I would um, like to tell you about that are on my heart on this day. Uh, One of them lives not far from here. Uh, We'll talk about that much more as we continue our live broadcast out of Monroe, the Union County Agricultural and Events Center. And again, WBT will be here throughout the day until 6 o'clock for Broadcasting Live. Stay with us. Final stretch of the Vince Copley Radio Program live from the Union County Agricultural and Events Center in Monroe for the 31st Annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue. They are lining up. You heard just a few minutes ago. In our conversation with Reed Helms, he's saying, hey, you guys have attracted a whole lot of people out here who are lining up for this barbecue. And we're so excited about that. We really are to play some small role in getting more people out here. In fact, I've had a friend of mine come by, heard on the radio that I was broadcasting here not far away and decided to stop by. So it's... uh, 
it's kind of cool. That's one of the things we love about the magic of radio and being able to get the word out there. And who knows what crimes will be solved in the coming days as a result of the tips that will be provided because of the money these folks will be able to put up from this fundraiser. That's what this is all about. I quickly want to get to uh, Faith Focus Friday and a couple of people of note that I want to ask for your prayers for on this day. First, Faith Focus Friday. One of the things that uh, my good friend Dr. Steve Crosby posted talks about something that um, is, I love the way he expresses this, about working. Because sometimes, you know, I talk about this all the time, how important it is to keep a balance. Here's what Steve has posted about working with our father. My father is working at the moment, and so am I. Those are words of Jesus. He said there are extremes that we have to avoid. One extreme is the finished work, thinking, well, Jesus paid the price. The job is finished now. So now he's snoozing, and we just simply sit and relax and rest until the rapture. (laughs) That's not how it works, ladies and gentlemen. God is at rest because everything is predestined, predetermined. All we have to do is believe. Then on the other side, Superman Jesus, buzzing around the world, but only if you have the right secret call letters of fasting, prayer, and faith will he fly over into your world and fix or stop every unpleasant thing in your life. Rub the magic lamp of prayer and faith. And Cabana Boy Jesus is at your service to make you the greatest that you can be. You see the errors in both of these mindsets. The implications upon human existence of I only do what I see my father doing is for me. One of the most challenging and nearly incomprehensible passages in all of the New Testament. Sometimes I can't even meditate on it. My mind crashes. A spiritual 404 error page not found I get it this gets to the heart of balance doesn't it and that's why we have to stay so close to his heart to find out where is he what is he at work doing so we can cooperate with that so we're not overworking or we're not being lazy very important balance I want to tell you about a couple of people you've heard me mention many times my good friend Don Atkin, who I consider to be a spiritual father. I want to mention for the first time that I am sad to report that my friend Don is in failing health. And I just want to encourage you to be in prayer for him and his family who live not far from here. And just uphold them, Don and his family. Keep them in your prayers. I also have a friend named Daryl who's out in California right now at Cedars Sinai Hospital. You probably do not know the name Daryl Pugh. Daryl, I used to serve on a worship team with him years ago and had a great deal of appreciation for the time that uh, we were on this worship team together. You don't know the name Daryl Pugh, but I'm sure you're familiar with the name Zachary Levi. You see, Daryl is the father of Zachary Levi Pugh. Zachary Levi as in the star of Shazam. His father at this hour is battling thyroid cancer. And I would just like you to keep Don and Daryl in your prayers and their families in your prayers over this weekend. Critical weekends for both of them. Um, These are wonderful people that I hope you will just lift up during this time. We've been broadcasting live here from a very important event, 31st Annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue. It is well underway right now. You can probably hear the music in the background. 
The events will be going on all day. Come by, get some barbecue, have some great food, meet some wonderful people, and help to participate in promoting a very important cause, and that is Crime Stoppers, Union County Crime Stoppers. We would absolutely appreciate your participation in this. Uh, We are going to be broadcasting live, News Talk 1110 WBT. We will be here until 6 o'clock. Coming up next, my friend uh, Pete Callender, who was just here, will be coming behind the microphone. He will continue his broadcast from here beginning at noon. And you're welcome to come here throughout the day. Uh, Some great people, some great food, and again, a very great cause. Thanks very much for joining us on the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Have yourselves a great day and a great weekend. God bless you.